welcome to C-Store Technology Oracle, a podcast featuring discussions with experts about technology disruption and how it is impacting convenience stores today, as well as what's ahead for tomorrow. I'm your host, Erin Del Conte, Executive Editor with C-Store Decisions. Brought to you by FinTech, your one source solution for beverage alcohol management. Whether your business is experiencing higher volume and facing challenges and safety issues with manual payments, or you're focusing on rebuilding your alcohol category during these challenging times, we are here to help. FinTech is currently offering free alcohol payment services now through June 30th to all new retail clients in need with no obligation. See why 25,000 C-stores rely on FinTech. Get started today with no obligation by heading to fintech.com slash C-store decisions. That's F-I-N-T-E-C-H dot com slash C-store decisions. Today, we're here with Frank White, consultant and founder of White Knight Marketing. And we're going to be speaking today about artificial intelligence and robotics. Frank, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Frank, you know, I know you have a long history in the convenience store industry. I I remember meeting you for the first time about a decade ago. I think it was at uh, the NACS show, the National Association of Convenience Stores show. Uh, and I believe at that time you were working with Easy Energy, and I know you've also worked with Family Express and Yesway, among other convenience store companies. Um, so I was hoping you could start us off by telling our listeners a bit about how you got started in the convenience store industry and your path and background in the industry that have led you to where you are today. Sure. I started out working in the convenience store industry uh, with QT in Atlanta, Georgia. I'd moved to Georgia and the job I had lined up was actually having a hiring freeze. So I needed to figure out something else to do. Luckily, I was introduced to a person who worked for QT and talked to me about an opportunity there. So I started out as a night assistant manager. And the one thing that it's always stuck with me is, you know, the night assistant manager or any of the frontline employees in convenience stores, that is really where the rubber meets the road. And that has carried me through my entire career is understanding that that number one person on the front line that builds relationships with the customers is the most important cog in the entire wheel. And every role that I've had in the convenience store industry has always been with the mind that what is the first person that faces a customer need in order to be successful? And so that has kind of pushed me forward into different roles in operations, you know, as uh, operations director, merchandising, as a director of category management or director of marketing into, I've also done, you know, food service as well as safety, health and environmental. I've done recruiting. So I really feel that I've kind of done most things in the convenience store business. And uh, I just can't wait to do more. I love the learning part of it. So it's definitely been uh, a passion of mine. And uh, it really has given me a great background in the entire industry so that almost anything that comes up, I have some knowledge base on and I'm able to, to lend a hand on. 
Great. And today you are the founder of White Knight Marketing. Can you tell us a bit about your company today and the work that you're doing in the industry now? Sure. White Knight Marketing was founded uh, as an opportunity for me to stay busy in between employers. And during that, I would do some either contract category management, some project management, or any sort of consulting on merchandising operations or food. And a lot of times it's with smaller retailers or even some regional chains. And, uh, you know, what I found is I really have a passion for helping the retailers, uh, particularly smaller ones, to allow them to compete on the larger scale with you know, some of the big names out there. And uh, the things that I am doing currently, uh, I'm working a lot now on not only the contract category management and the best practices in the different fields, merchandising operations and food, but also some due diligence and working on some mergers and acquisition activities with some clients. Wonderful. And today we're going to be talking on this podcast about some things that are going on in the industry uh, that you're going to help our, our listeners learn more about when it comes to robotics and artificial intelligence. And I know that you've been watching a lot of what is happening with this in the industry. Uh, can you give us a few examples of some of the different ways that you're seeing robotics used in the convenience store industry? Absolutely. So in the convenience store industry, we're not seeing as much out there as potentially fast food is using or even some of the college campuses or even drugstores. But the, uh, the things that I've seen out there, we can go back you know, several years ago. You know, one of the first things I saw is everybody's probably familiar with for real shake machines, right? And it's basically you put, you put a smoothie or a shake under the machine. And that to me seems that was like the first robot in convenience stores, uh, even though it was a simpler robot. I mean, you press the buttons and you kind of tell it what to do. It basically makes your shake for you and it cleans itself and it tells you when it needs maintenance. So that was kind of the first robotic that I saw in convenience. Uh, what I've seen coming up now, 7-Eleven has actually launched a CBD robot. It's almost like a vending machine but it you know it's using ai and it's using you know id and you know facial recognition to really serve the customer it's kind of cool because it allows the customer to be served the customer base that maybe is a lot more familiar with technology uh, to feel comfortable and still be served and it also allows the retailer to feel comfortable that you know, they're still following the regulations and making sure that it, it is as an age-restricted sale, if it is one, that, you know, a robot doesn't have to make a judgment call. A robot, you know, looks at the idea, it looks at the face, it matches it up, and this way there's really no gray area there. Mm -hmm. I saw a video of that CBD dispenser at 7-Eleven. I think it, it rolled out in Boulder, Colorado, if I have that correct. And I thought that was really interesting. You know, it, for our listeners who haven't seen it, it looked a bit to me like a, an ATM machine meets a vending machine. And you use the touch screen to select the product you want. And you put your, your credit or debit card in to pay. And then it, it scans your license, as you mentioned. Um, and it, it dispenses the product. And you know, I was thinking that it might also be helpful in, in theft prevention, maybe, because I would assume some of these CBD products are maybe higher priced items uh, and, and having it in a dispenser like this. 
do you think that these robot dispensers might play a role in, in theft prevention as well? I definitely would play a role there. It also, it's a bit of a novelty for folks too, because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a different experience. And, you know, as you know, in the convenience store industry, a lot of our customers skew towards the cutting edge you know, as the younger generations coming along, especially, uh, you know, the, the Gen Z generation, the one behind that, they're all about technology and instant gratification. So that machine really serves that. Mm -hmm. What else are you seeing? So uh, I've also seen out there, and, and this is not as widespread, but, you know, you had mentioned to me previously about, you know, BevMo's got a, a robot out there doing inventory for, you know, alcohol sales. There's also A-Hole Delhaze has got a mess robot. It's kind of a cleanup robot that when somebody spills something, uh, it will go to the spot, kind of announce it, and, and also help clean it up. It's pretty neat. And that's just one other way that, you know, robots working side by side with regular associates and, you know, real people. I think they call that robot Marty, the one that they rolled out to the, they rolled out about 500 of the Marty robots to brands Stop and Shop and giant food stores starting in January of 2019. And from the pictures, it looks like, you know, just a kind of a cylindrical tube almost. And in some of the pictures that they posted those googly eye stickers on the front to kind of, to kind of make it fun and, a, and an interesting thing to, to interact with. And I, I love what you were saying about how Marty works in conjunction with employees. Uh, like I was reading how, you know, it, it can identify hazards or, you know, if a price tag were to fall down, uh, the, the robot can kind of take a picture of it and, and that gets sent automatically to a facility where a worker will confirm, yes, this is a price tag that has fallen down. And then using like a pre-recorded message, Marty can kind of let the employees know that they need help with that. Um, employee can pick it up and, and put it back where it belongs. So I, I really love the, the interplay between the, the robot and employees. And I'm wondering if you can talk a little more about that point and how, you know, we can really use robots alongside uh, today's labor force. I, I agree 100%. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, they now have, I think Hy-Vee has got these, Walmart's got these, these inventory robots that they go around and they'll scan the shelves, and when they, you know, find a blank spot in the shelf, they'll then scan the tag and say, okay, this, this, you're, you're out of this, so, you know, it's time to reorder that. And that goes hand in hand, really, with the um, AI side of the business when you're talking about how are we getting better at replenishment and procurement. And when you have the robot out there, instead of taking an associate, rather than having an associate face the customer, you have an associate going and counting things, the robot takes that task on so that our associates can spend more time, you know, with the personal relationship with our customers, which is key. Mm -hmm. And you, you kind of bring that into the system. So now we're getting better data to forecast and keep our shelves stocked. The associate is building better relationships with the customers. And then that's going to help the overall business. Are there any uh, applications that you're seeing outside the convenience store industry uh, that you want to mention in terms of maybe drone delivery or chatbots or other ways that we're using robotics or AI to, to move business forward? I hadn't seen this in uh, the convenience store business, but you know, over in California, there's a company called Blended, 
and they they have a robotic smoothie machine, which is very cool. Uh, you know, you kind of choose the things that you want to go in. It makes it for you and almost hands it to you. And um, then there's also, and these have been around for maybe a few years now, pizza ATMs, where it is basically, you know, taking a pizza out of the free, their freezer. So it's all connected. It goes through, it pops the box open, and then it, you know, quick heats the pizza, can top it with any of the choices that you have, and then puts it back in the box, closes the box, and, you know, after you paid for it, it opens up and it, the pizza comes out, just like cash would come out of an ATM. Very cool. When I look, it is. And, you know, I mean, smoothie, pizza, I, I'm set for the evening. I've got that. <laughs> but the thing is, it's the marriage of these technologies that's happening, which is get, you know, creating for the consumer instant gratification, uh, novelty of really cool technology. And it's efficient because guess what? That smoothie and that pizza won't go to waste because it's being made when the customer has asked for it and not taking any labor away from a, you know, uh, a, a facing customer. You know, the, this is allowing the customer facing activity to go on and the consumer that is in a hurry or doesn't want to even interact can still get what they need. Beautiful. What else are you seeing? So uh, w- when I'm looking at the, AI side of it and, and chatbots, we talk about, you know, there are chatbots everywhere now, right? And mm-hmm. some are, you know, some are playing around with the election and some are, <laughs> you know, uh, helping you when you have problems with your phone service. And I, you know, honestly, I, on my cell phone service, when I'm going in there and trying to figure out something and change some of my, my settings, uh, I always get a chatbot up to a certain point when then, you know, I need a human. But there's a way for us to really leverage that in our industry. One, from a customer service standpoint, having a kiosk in the store for maybe helping to teach people about loyalty programs or to uh, help them sign up for loyalty programs. You know, a while back, I was looking for a platform that you could say, okay, rather than send folks out to the pumps to try and get everybody to sign up for a fuel rewards card, or, you know, today's deal of the day, you have a kiosk that has a virtual person in it and they can go in and interact with that virtual person to answer their questions. And you could even have that set up where it can just, you know, prints their card once, you know, they've made all the selections and then they would get their card there and be able to go right, right into their loyalty program, which would be very neat. And folks are getting more comfortable with those interactions because of, you know, all of the, uh, digital marketing that's out there, the chatbots, and also the different uh, virtual kiosks that are out there. Mm-hmm. That's one. And, you know, the key to, to, I think, all of this, you know, you have all of these things are, are coming into the retail environment, but we have to be extremely careful about how we integrate it into the retail environment. It's not something like Lego blocks where you can say, I'm going to build this, I'm going to add this on top, and I'm going to add this on top. We actually have to take a step back and say, strategically, where do I want to go with robots, with AI, with replenishment and data analytics? And then do I have the right infrastructure or use a different term, an ecosystem in my 
store and retail and, and IT environment that allows me to integrate all of these pieces. Because if it doesn't integrate and it doesn't work together, all we'll have is a bunch of different modules that don't work as well as they could. Mm -hmm. So given that, what kind of advice do you have for convenience store retailers who are looking into AI? Where do they start in making sure they have the right ecosystem to be able to support this? What, what are the first steps? I think the first step is define what you want the customer to experience with this. You know, what is that? What is the end goal? Do we want to get better at analytics and better serve the customer that way? Or do we want to create an environment where the customer can serve themselves using the robotics? All of these different things need to be taken into account because at the end of the day, we want to serve the consumer the best possible experience. So understand, one, what is your strategy? Two, does your ecosystem currently exist that can support what your strategy is? Three, who are your core partners and what kind of stakeholders need to be part of this to make it truly work? If you take those three, now there's certainly many other steps involved in that, but those three should define your go forward path. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, there's so many service providers out there. You know, you've got IBM Watson. You've got Boha from uh, Transact Technology, all these different pieces that can integrate as well as the different robot pieces of it to really create a great experience for consumers and employees a lot. Uh, I even think that there's an opportunity to leverage, you know, chatbots and, you know, uh, AI technology in training. And it's almost like you have a trainer on site in every store if you either A, have a kiosk that's driving that and it interacts with the associates. So that's a whole other piece of it. And you know, we talked more about customer facing. This is a whole other piece that can be your internal customer facing to drive you know, better service to your actual retail customers. Wonderful. So kind of a virtual trainer, either in a kiosk or an app right there for the employees as well. Exactly. And I think that's something that we're going to see more and more as you see retail expanding into, say, more rural areas, also where you, know, you have limited supervisory coverage. You're going to need something that your associates can, can use on a regular basis, even without their supervisory folks there. Well, great. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add that you think our listeners should take into consideration when they're looking into AI and robots in the year ahead? I think that the three core things to consider are, one, will my platform still be legitimate in five years? Mm. Okay. So as you're building these, you don't want to have it go obsolete quickly. And the technology is changing rapidly. Two, is it a shiny metal thing that is cool but doesn't bring value to your bottom line? Or is it something that's going to enhance your store profitability and the value add to the consumers. I think those two pieces right there will inform retailers on, on their go forward. Great. And Frank, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, do you have a, a Twitter handle, website, or a number where they can connect with you? I have all of the above and probably some other things. But uh, yeah, I can be found uh, on Twitter as uh, 
Mr. Frankie White, Mr. Frankie White. Um, and then also uh, I have a website, wkmretail.com. And my email is fwhite at wkmretail.com. And that's a new site for me that I've just, I, I've uh, upgraded my site to also include uh, some work with CPG companies as well as uh, some other marketing work. Wonderful. Well, Frank, t- thanks for taking the time to talk to us about AI and robotics today. It was fun. Thank you very much for including me. 